Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. It is August 21st, 2019, and I'm Hannah Newhouse here in MRN's Concord, North Carolina location, joined as always by Kyle Rickey up in Connecticut. But Kyle, you and I were at the same place this past weekend and got a chance to cover the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East Race at Bristol. And the kid that won in the spring found his way back to victory lane and for the first time ever was a dual or a double winner at Bristol Motor Speedway. And, of course, that driver is Sam Mayer, who also made his NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series debut later in the night for GMS Racing. So got to see a lot of Sam and at the front of the field, especially in that K&N race, although uh, I guess – he had his struggles on Thursday night for those that were able to watch live on fanschoice.tv. He was involved in a lap one incident with Chase Cabry. NASCAR positioned him at the back of the pack, and it took him the better part of 100 laps to get back toward the front of the field. But ultimately, he did and went on to pick up the win, his second in a season at the Bristol Motor Speedway. The first time that's happened because it's the first time the K&N cars have raced two times at Bristol in a single year. It was really cool to see Sam be quick in practice and then turn around and jump in a truck. His first time in that truck and be quick in practice as well, and then turn around and have success in the K&N race before jumping in a truck. So busy, busy Thursday for that young man, and we'll have him on the show a little bit later to talk about that. But Haley Deegan also behind the wheel of a DGR Crosley car for the first time. She made sure that she used that bumper as she tried to pick her way to the front before turning around and doing the double and heading out to the West Coast for the NASCAR Kane and West Race. So busy weekend for her as well. But let's go back to that topic there that you'd mentioned, that first lap incident between Cabri and Mayer. This seems to be a reoccurring thing. I'm starting to spark or sense a little bit of a spark of a rivalry that's going to get intense as the season winds down. Yeah, and they are 1-2 in the championship, uh, running for the championship. Sam Mayer right now a 22-point lead over Chase Cabri. It's not the first time that the two had contact this season. We've seen it a couple of times, I believe, New Hampshire Motor Speedway a couple of weeks ago and now at the Bristol Motor Speedway. But uh, the thing about the Bristol race was it was on lap one, turn three. And uh, Sam drove in extremely deep into turn number three. Chase was leading into the corner. And, and uh, I mean, the two made contact and took him out uh, for the most part. Chase spun to the outside wall. Fortunately, not a lot of contact. Both were able to continue, but both came... From the back of the pack, Sam ultimately uh, bettering Chase at the finish. But, yeah, maybe a bit of a rivalry as we get toward the final three races of the 2019 season between the two drivers atop the championship standings. Yeah, it will be interesting to follow that with the points battle being so close. Gateway to step coming weekend, obviously, for the NASCAR Canonese. But also a lot of modified racing happened over the past week and weekend, including Bowman Gray wrapping up their season um, this past weekend. And... It's almost to no one's surprise who collected that championship in the modified division. For the 10th time in his Bowman Gray modified career, Burt Myers picking up the championship by just a couple of points 
over Tim Brown. It seems like every year for the last well, decade or more, it's come down to those two drivers, and it did again on Saturday night. Brown struggled in the season finale. Burt finished third, and which was good enough. Uh, in fact, he was able to pad his seven-point lead going into the race in just a bit to pick up that 10th championship. Now he is tied with Tim for the most track championships in the series or in the, the track's premier division. That, of course, is the Modifieds. Ten track championships. Just think about that. That's almost half as many years as I've been alive. I'm not going to comment to that, but uh, yes, you are young, Hannah Newhouse, and Bert apparently is old. No, you that's can tell just that here in a little bit. <laughs> I will. Yeah, no, that probably wouldn't go over well. No, that's super cool to hear about that. And Bowman Gray. One of the things that I love about that is on any off weekend or any given time where there might be a gap in the regular touring NASCAR schedule, you see everyone go out and support Bowman Gray, whether they're drivers that are off that weekend it's just it's one of those racetracks that you have to go to at some point I mean in your lifetime there's nothing like it and what's amazing about 10 championships and and now I think it's five in a row that there's so many unknowns at that racetrack it is a quarter mile for the most part running track around a football field that these cars race on every week the formats are different every week some some nights there's twin 25s some nights there's a hundred lappers. Some nights they restart with the cone rule. Some nights, you know, it's a blind draw to determine the starting lineup. So many variables, and yet Bert has been able to figure out year after year and contend for these championships and picks up another one here in 2019. Definitely a great accomplishment to be able to add to a resume. And we'll have Bert on here in just a little bit here on NASCAR Coast to Coast when we return from the break. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers old rewards points in-store and online. Earn points on everything from replacement parts to tools and accessories. And for every 150 points collected, you'll get a $5 reward. Earn points any way you shop. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East took to Bristol Motor Speedway for the second time this season this past Thursday night as part of Bristol's night races for the Bushes Beans 150. And Sam Mayer won the spring race, and for the first time ever, the Canaan went there twice in one year, and he went back-to-back dominating both those races. And he's joined. he joins us now on the guest line. Sam, first off, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Thank you very much for having me. You guys showed speed right off the gate. You were quicker. You were quick in practice. You just came up to ver- just very short in that uh, qualifying run and managed to get it done again. How cool is it to be able to, at 16 years old, add two Bristol wins to your resume? Uh, yeah, having two swords uh, so we can do like sword fights or whatever at my house is pretty fun. But like in all seriousness, GMS put together a great race car for me to run out at uh, Bristol and. Uh, I mean, getting back-to-back wins at the Lasker Coliseum is the first time that Bristol is twice on the schedule for the K&M Pro Series uh, is really special. 
Now, the win didn't come easy, having to overcome that, that lap one penalty after contact with Chase Cabri in turn three. Uh, from your seat, what happened there on that opening circuit? Uh, I mean, I was just trying to get the point across that I was not appreciative of how he's raced me this season. I gave him a lot of breaks throughout the season, and I finally just snapped. And, uh, I mean, I regret doing it because I sent him to the hospital, and I did not mean to do that at all. But, honestly, I hope it's all over. I just I don't want to keep doing this. And uh, hopefully the last three races of the season are, uh, are going to be uh, fun and uh, just a good race competition. It was a busy day for you outside of everything that was going on in the K&N garage. You also made your NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series debut. So you mixed in both K&N full schedule there, plus truck practice and a truck race. What do you take away from your NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series debut? The amount of experience I got is just insane. Um, I had a really solid run going, and fortunately had contact towards the end of the truck race. Uh, that's not in my doing, but I mean, I had a really solid run going. We were top 10 for most of the night. Uh, I didn't really have the best qualifying run in that, in that, uh, series, but I was able to get up towards uh, the top 10 and stay up there and race with a lot of big names. And, uh, it was really special seeing all these guys that I root for on TV and actually being able to race against them. Uh, it's really special, but like just the experience level and the amount of learning that I did during that race is just amazing because i can go into now martinsville and at phoenix at the end of the year and expect uh what i didn't expect in the bristol race gms racing of course one of the most successful teams on the nascar gander outdoors truck series at least in the last five or so years since they really uh came into the series full time is there any hope that you can get back behind the wheel of a truck before the end of this season i know you're not old enough for a lot of the bigger racetracks but we do have Martinsville coming up and ISM Raceway in Phoenix coming up. Are, are those potential options maybe? Yeah, we are going to do the Martinsville race and the Phoenix race uh, at ISM. And uh, I'm really excited for those because the experience that I got in Bristol, I can use that for Martinsville and Phoenix in some way, shape, or form just because the tracks are all, all three tracks are really different. But I can take the how they race and what they do in certain situations. I can take that and use that uh, against them almost, but um, hopefully I can come home with a solid finish uh, next time. Uh, hopefully we stay clean, uh, but like I said, it was it was a blast. GMS put together an awesome truck, and I mean, both the K&N Series car and the truck were just amazing how good they drove there, and uh, hopefully we can do that again. Phoenix, one of those races that I always look forward to watching the trucks go to, as well as Martinsville, because it does provide those opportunities for young drivers like you that aren't quite old enough to run maybe the full circuit. So that's always, always, those are always events that are super fun to watch to let you guys dabble and gain that experience in the truck series. But still on the K&N Pro Series circuit, Gateway coming up next for you guys. Um, how are you guys feeling going into Gateway? You've got the points lead. You're starting to get a little bit of a cushion on Cabri here, but uh, points are definitely still tight. Yeah, the points are definitely tight, um, but, like, Gateway is one of those tracks that last year we actually got to go to, um, but we didn't actually do that great at. Um, but really this year, I mean, Marty, Marty, my crew chief, feels so much better than last year about uh, just me as a driver and what he's dealing with uh, in the um, 
garage and just all the equipment he has. Uh, he feels a lot better about that. He feels like his car will be even better this year. And, I mean, as a driver, I've grown a lot over this year alone. And uh, having going to a track that uh, I've been to uh, will definitely help on that experience so we can uh, hopefully battle for a win. How much will you look at the point sheet these next three races? you got Gateway, then New Hampshire, and then the season finale at Dover next month. Uh, will you manage the point lead a little bit more from the seat? Is that something you'll factor in when you uh, kind of want to maybe change your aggressive level, maybe? Yeah, I mean, since we've got a pretty fair points lead, uh, we're just going to go for wins, and when you get wins, you'll get a lot of points. So, uh, I mean, we're just battling for wins, and really Watson's Glen is the only race where we actually did go points racing. Uh, but now, really, the rest of the year, we're just trying to go for wins, and uh, the points will come with it. And I feel like everyone at GMS and Chevrolet and uh, me especially feels really confident in what we can do these last couple of races. Uh, like I said, Gateway is one of our weaker tracks, so if we can get through that and have a solid points lead after that, I feel like we'll we'll be pretty good for the rest of the season. Now we see a lot of involvement with a lot of the GMS drivers on all levels, including them. You know, John Hunter Nemechek in the Xfinity Series, Brett Moffat in the trucks, as well as you and uh, your guys' late model drivers as well as part of the Drivers Edge program. Um, and I have to ask, last year we saw. Brett Moffitt, while he wasn't with GMS, he started a mustache that was the playoff mustache. And it has, some would say, unfortunately, stuck around this up and coming or this current year. Um, I see you're kind of starting to grow a mustache, too. Is that like a Brett Moffitt mustache or is that what's what's the mustache thing you got going on here? So we did a couple of GMS videos where we made the fun of Brett's mustache and put fake mustaches on. I was like, hey, it's about playoff time, so I might give it a try. Uh, but I, I can't do that quite yet. So uh, I tried, but I failed. And uh, hopefully uh, we can do that soon because that'd be fun. Uh, but no, not quite. We'll give you a couple years to let you let you really be able to grow the mustache in, right? Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> there you go. Awesome, Sam. Well, again, congratulations this past weekend on that win at Bristol. And best of luck to you in Gateway. Thank you very much. Sam Mayer, the winner this past weekend at Bristol in the Bush Beans 150. But when we return, we'll talk to Burt Myers, who collected his 10th championship at Bowman Gray this past weekend. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. I have big news. That Bojangles is now adding melty cheddar pimento cheese to their Cajun filet biscuit? Uh, yeah. Bojangles made the perfect biscuit even perfecter. How'd you know? You're eating one right now. Mm. Good point. Two southern greats that taste great together. Try Bojangles Cajun filet biscuit with our new pimento cheese. Only here for a limited time. Bojangles. It's bow time, y'all. 
Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Any driver will tell you that their goal is to win a championship and win races, but to be able to add 10 championships to a resume, let alone at the madhouse of Bowman Gray, is something many drivers will not be able to ever say. But that driver that can, Burt Myers, collected that 10th one this past weekend, and he joins us now on the guest line. Burt, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Hi, thanks for having me. Ten championships at Bowman Gray. When you won that first championship so many years ago, how many, I mean, did you think that there would come a day that you would get to say that you have ten championships there? <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I tell you, it's, it's pretty surreal. It's, um, you know, I, I know it sounds kind of corny, and I said it the other night, but, um, you know, to imagine sitting in the grandstand watching my dad and those guys race. And I remember the first time I got in a race car. And then, of course, when the first time I got in the mile side, especially at Bowman Gray, I thought, how do they do this? To uh, to go from that to, to being able to be blessed enough to win 10 championships is just it's pretty unbelievable for me. And Hannah and I talked earlier in the show, the unpredictability and all the different variables that go into a season at Bowman Gray, you know, twin 25 lap races in a single night. Then you'll have a hundred lap or you'll have the cone restarts. You'll have inversions and pill drawers. I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. What's uh, what's the secret of winning a championship, not just one or two in a row, but now four in a row and 10 overall. I don't know that there is a, uh, a magic pill that you take. I don't know that there's necessarily a perfect strategy. I think that we just, um, you know, we've given our lives to this sport and we've given our lives to racing at Bowman Gray. And, um, you know, we just, we do everything we can to be as successful as possible. Um, you know, we miss time with our family. We miss time with, uh, activities. We plan vacations around it. I mean, we just do everything we can to, to go over there and try to win and go fast and win races and ultimately championships. And, um, you know, we work hard to do it. And uh, with the sponsors that we have, we're blessed to be able to, to put it together a, a good string here now. Hopefully, uh, man, I'd sure like to make it five in a row. That'd sound good, wouldn't it? And to continue that, that conversation there, that all of the work that you guys put in to go to, you know, race every weekend, teams do it all the time. Bowman Gray is one of those racetracks. I mean, it's it's in the news all the time for the carnage, the wrecks, the the madhouse. It's coined that that nickname for a reason. What is it that draws drivers in to go race there, knowing the unpredictability of? I mean, realistically, if you're going to load your race car in one piece or not. <laughs> I tell you, um, you're right. There, there's a lot of people um, that that don't know about Bowman Gray up close and personal that could say, you know, that place is crazy. It's nuts. It's not racing. And a lot of times it's not racing, but for the most part, it's entertainment. And how can you say that Bowman Gray is doing it wrong? 
when they have a full field in every division, they have twelve to 15,000 people in the place, and everybody across the country who's anybody in racing knows about the place. So, um, to, to you know, a typical night at Bowman Gray is a front bumper or a rear bumper brace or maybe a nurse bar or a wheel. You just kind of get used to it. And the fact that we've been over there doing it for so long, you just kind of <laughs> – you make a deal with the guy that's making front bumpers and buy 10 at a time, and, and you just go on there and go week, week after week and try to do your best you can. They say in this sport everyone is different. They say every championship is, is different and unique. How is championship number 10 unique and different from the other nine? Wow. Um, I, it's pretty special. Um, I remember – I vaguely remember my first one. Uh, I can remember when I won. I won the race in the championship in the same night. I beat Junior Miller to do it. My dad finished second that night, and I can remember him coming up and wrapping his arms around me and grabbing me. That night was really special. But something about this one is, is just standing out. And I don't know if it's maybe just the adversity we went through at the beginning of the year, uh, the fact that we maybe, I don't want to say spoiled, but we got comfortable uh, because the last three years, all we had to do was, was basically start or, you know, ride around and stay out of trouble that last race. This year we had to get in there and go for it, and we had to dig, and we had to claw our way back up. And uh, once we took the point lead, we never looked back. And um, Saturday night, that season finale, we were actually leading the race at the end of regulation. And uh, the overtime period, the green-white checker knocked us back to third. But uh, I did what I did. I did what I had to do uh, to secure the championship. And, um but this one, there's something about this one. I, I maybe, maybe ask me next week. But I can't really pinpoint it exactly right now. But there's something about this one that just has uh, got a special place in my heart right now. Give it a couple of days to settle in, almost like you, like you said. Um, something cool. I have a different Monday through Friday job outside of actually racing, and I'll. Never forget talking to someone at that job and mentioning NASCAR had gotten brought up, and they'd asked me if I'd ever been to Bowman Gray, which was quickly followed up by, oh, so do you know the Myers? And it's funny how you guys have coined, you know, so much familiarity with that racetrack. When people think of Bowman Gray, they think of Modifieds, and then your names follow shortly after that. How cool is it to be able to have your name in such close recognition with a racetrack like Bowman Gray to just the regular NASCAR fan? Uh, it's pretty humbling. Um, it was, you know, I can't take the credit for it. It's a foundation that was laid down long before I came along, um, you know, with my grandpa Billy and his brother Bobby and then my dad and uncle and, and then now me and my brother there. And, you know, it's pretty awesome. You know, I don't really get a lot of chance to reflect on on the accomplishments we've made because we were constantly striving to go forward to, um, to win more and to do more. And um, it's pretty cool. You know, the TV – the TV show helped that, and I think the TV shows kind of help people understand that, you know, we're not, you know, we're not rich race car drivers. We're not, you know, this is not just something, oh, yeah, let's just go racing. This is our lifestyle. This is what we do. And um, I think a lot of people around the country can relate to that and, and relate to what we do. And um, But, you know, touching on that, that is really cool to, to, to have my name brought up or have our family's name brought up with that. Um but, you know, we've been over there since, you know, what, 1948. The Myers has been there. So, uh, uh, you know, like I said, that was some roots that were laid there long before I came along. 
and still going three generations later. Now that you've got the championship and the Bowman Gray season is over, there are still several events this year on the NASCAR Wheel and Modify Tour. You've already run in, in a handful of them this year, top seven finishes in every race, including a, a fourth place, your last race up here in June at the Thompson Speedway. Any, uh, any more of those events on your schedule this year between now and, and the end of the year at the World Series at Thompson? Um, I'm looking at a few. Um, I'm, I'm going to do, um, one way or another, uh, I'm going to do the Musket 250. I had way too much fun last time not to do that one again. Um, I'd like to do the, the Fall Final and um, the World Series at Thompson. But, um, you know, right now the, the schedule's kind of up in the air about what we're going to do. Um, but I will be doing the Musket 250, Lord willing, one way or another. But uh, this weekend we'll be at Caraway. So, you know, it's like I told somebody this morning, we don't get a lot of time to, to catch our breath. We're getting our stuff ready to go to Caraway this weekend. Our dad's getting inducted into the, the Caraway uh, Hall of Fame. So uh, it's going to be a pretty special weekend for us. That's super cool that your dad is, like you said, getting inducted. It, the roots run deep when it comes to racing here. Um, and also the Musket 250, New Hampshire, obviously always provides a great finish, let alone go for the extra cash incentive there in the Musket. That's pretty cool. But, Bert, obviously your season not over with the conclusion of this championship. So, again, congratulations, and we wish you the best of luck the rest of the season. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate you guys having me and, and what you do for short track racing and uh, getting us the exposure that uh, helps us keep racing. So I sure appreciate it. Awesome. Hey, thank you. Well, when we return, guys, a couple other drivers found their way into victory lane in NASCAR's international, regional, and local. We'll also talk about what to expect this up-and-coming weekend and where you can find some racing. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Purchase your parts at O'ReillyAuto.com. You can pick it up in-store when it's convenient for you. Your parts, tools, or accessories will be waiting at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup. Shop O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. One of NASCAR's staple races just a few weeks away as the Bojangles Southern 500 at Darlington is right around the corner. Head to Bojangles for a free Cajun Filet Biscuit now with their new pimento cheese prior to getting down to Darling for all that throwback fun, but... Uh, speaking of throwback, let's go back to this weekend for those past winners. The Kane and West took to Evergreen Speedway out in Washington. The local 
we returned back to her hometown. Brittany Zamora, the rookie, collected a pole and came home to finish third, but it would be Trevor Huddleston collecting the win over Derek Krause, Brittany Zamora, local Trenton Morardi, and Jagger Jones. But also the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour had their Wednesday night race at Thompson, Kyle. Yeah, it's an annual tradition. The midweek show at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park, the Bud 150. Doug Kobe won the pole, led 94 laps, and collected yet another win here in 2019, holding off Justin Bonsignor, which snaps that streak. Justin had won the last six races at Thompson, and that's where it will end. Craig Lutz finished third, uh, John McKennedy fourth, Timmy Salamito rounded out the top five. Kobe now has a 47-point lead over Justin Bonsignor, heading to the Oswego Speedway in New York on August 31st. The NASCAR Pinty Series has also been busy the last month or two with Multiple consecutive weekends of racing. They went to Riverside this weekend. It came down to a last lap pass for that victor. Yeah, Jason Hathaway took the lead from Kevin Lacroix. Lacroix had the the race lead coming to a green-white checkered overtime finish. Uh, They traded the lead, I believe, three times in the final two laps. Hathaway moving Lacroix out of the way in turn two on the final lap, though, to get it done. DJ Kennington finished second after leading 20 laps. Alex Tagliani, LP Dumoulin, and... Alex LeBay finished fifth. Then Kevin Lacroix, who was leading at the white flag, got shuffled all the way back to the sixth spot. Andrew Ranger, 11-point lead over Lacroix as we get to see them in action this weekend at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park in Bowmanville, Ontario, Canada. One of my favorite races of the season. Always love getting up to Canada. It puts on a great race. The fans up there are something else. And the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series race never lacks excitement either at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. So looking forward to get there. Again, you can watch all of that on fanschoice.tv if you're unable to make it up there. Also, Cannon East back in action this weekend as well. Another back-to-back weekend for them as they go to Gateway. Sam Mayer, he'd mentioned it, looking to hold on to that points lead. So fanschoice.tv um, for all of that racing with Pinties and the K&N East. Kyle and I will be at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, so we'll have lots to recap this up-and-coming week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Look forward to recapping some racing next week. I'm Hannah Newhouse for Kyle Ricky producers Craig Moore and Brian Yesowich. We will see you guys next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.